Hey guys, welcome back. It's Michael here. Welcome back to Box Mining. So as part of this new series, I want to talk to a lot of my OG friends, a lot of my good friends in the crypto space to give you guys a little bit of perspective about what's going on. Uh, welcome Jeff. He does Uptrend. So he, he created a social network there. It's amazing. We're going to talk about altcoins. We're going to talk about everything here. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, Bali life was sweet. Uh, and I got to say, for anyone listening, uh, you should check out Michael's channel. I think he put a, one of his videos of him doing the ice plunge in there. So it's like this like big freezer full. It's like literally a freezer that you open the door, you go in, it's full of ice. And Michael was like sensei master, yeah! just powering it out. That was unreal. It was, uh, yeah, it was such a good time spending time with you and Bali, man. And uh, yeah, It's amazing, man. Finally. We, yeah. we got to do it again. And I think it's like this whole coronavirus thing, it's been, you know, it, it wrecked off a lot of our travel plans. So obviously it's been quite a while since we last talked and the markets have been going up and down and especially these few weeks. Have you been adapting any particular strategies? Are you in a huddle mode? Are you in invest mode? What, what are you doing right now? I'm definitely in huddle mode. Um, that's kind of been my go-to for the longest time. I think, you know, a lot of people in the crypto space give Warren Buffett a bad rap because he's not too big on crypto. You know, older guys can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know, he just knows his strategy. Um, but I really like his sentiment. It's that you're not smarter than the market. You know, a while ago he challenged, I think it was like 10 of the top hedge funds, like a million dollar bet, see if they could outperform just the index fund that he picked. And none of them did. They, he crushed them all. And so to me, that was just like a really a big testament where I'm like, you know what? I'll let somebody else learn the mistakes for me. I know I'm not smarter than the market. Um, so I'm just going gonna, gonna to let this thing ride, just going to relax. At the end of the day, I think we all see what's happening in the United States in terms of hyperinflation. It's just money getting pumped into the economy. And I think this is where Bitcoin's value proposition really becomes incredibly apparent. And there's so many uh, institutions and government agencies talking about it now um, and putting it in reports. So it's gaining a lot of traction. So I'm in hodl mode because- And, and in the right way. And in a right way, for sure. It's not just about the scams this year. It's also about kind of the long-term value, right? And I think for, to understand Bitcoin, you got to understand that our system's broken. And I think that's, that's something that's being hit home in, in the most unfortunate way, but it's getting hit home. Yeah, I fully agree. It's, that's the most beautiful thing about Bitcoin is I understand that, you know, it's maybe not the best currency because of slow transactions, high fees, and it's deflationary. But at the core basis of it, a fixed inflation rate is something that's probably really, that helps instill trust into the people. And that's why it has so much value, in my opinion. It's because people trust what's going to happen. Like I always think, I'm like, if the US dollar came out as a cryptocurrency or any fiat currency, people would be like, this is the biggest shit coin of all time. Like run as far away as you possibly can. So true. I mean, one or two people can print as much money. They can decide how much to print. You know, it's magic money out there. Yeah. So, so we did that. And we did a full course explaining people how to get it. So it's a great time. I'm going to show them at the course right now, Big Academy. We did a course to get into crypto, trading crypto. I mean, the core essences of getting in. And you did a lot of work helping people understand what it is, right? So how was the experience like? Is, is this year, are, people, are more people coming in? Are you, what have you been seeing on the Facebook and the social media front? You know, it's been really interesting because, yeah, I'm running a Facebook group now for anyone who's not aware. It's around like 155,000 people. It's been ranging in between 100,000 to 150,000 for the last maybe year and a half, two years. And you can kind of gauge market sentiment by that group, by and large, I feel, and by the number of people who are coming in, by how much activity is happening in the group. And I would definitely say, well, objectively, looking at the number of people joining the group, and we vet them for quality, so it's not just like spam accounts, 
um, there has been a lot of new people entering this group over the last six months. So um, I really use that as a big indicator because, you know, people are using Google Trends as an indicator, like, oh, people are searching Bitcoin more or buy Bitcoin. It's like, well, once you search it once, you don't search it again. So it's not the strongest indicator. But um, from my perspective, I have seen definitely a new influx of people. So it's not like it's just the same group of people just holding so is on. It, is it 2017 pulse. levels now? Now that's the issue. Is it, is it 2017 no way, levels? Not even, not no. even close. 2017 <laughs> is a whole other ball game. Like 2017 was madness. I think we're pulling in like it was, a, I think it, at its peak, it was 1,500 or 2,000 people every day into this group. Um, right, right. right now, I think we're probably bringing in like 200, 250. So not quite 2017, but certainly still uh, some action there. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. That's, that's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. So, so it, it's not 2017, but I think there's definitely um, gained interest. And I think this is like, it almost feels like for me, right? Personally, it feels like early 2016. All right. So this mm. is like when, when there's general interest, people are actually spending a few bucks here and there. Um, there's general talk. There's, um, you know, uh, there, there's more open-mindedness now, which is, I, I feel like a lot yeah. better. Um, in terms of everything. Um, I mean, going on to the idea of open-mindedness as well. I mean, are you, we, we talked about Bitcoin. I mean, you're, you're definitely a big believer in Bitcoin, but now let's go into the altcoin, you know, the, the shitcoin space, as I affectionately call it. Yeah. You know, are you a big shitcoiner? Or what are you? Um, yeah, I'll, get, I, I'll get straight to the point. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 uh, I pick and choose my shitcoins for sure. Um, generally, like in 2017, it was just a, a shitcoin extravaganza where you could throw a dart at the dartboard. It sounded cool. It had a nice white paper. Get in early on the ICO, flip it for 10x, and you're, you're laughing all the way to the bank. Um, that's not the case anymore. Now you need to actually build something. People have seen the song and dance before. People are smarter. So, um, you know, there's definitely a few coins out there that um, I... I guess uh, that's your best platform to show your own coin, I guess. I mean, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, well, so the coin that I'm working on is Uptrend. And I think that like, with a lot of these shit coins, you know, it's just like, it's an idea, hope, a promise. Um, and a lot of people talk about, okay, we need a utility. And so with Uptrend, it's a social media platform that token interacts with the social media platform. You can buy ads, level up your accounts. It's very baked into the economy. So um, I don't, I, I mean, it's not like uh, I'm just buying a bunch of Uptrend, you know, I'm just, I'm in it for the long, the long haul. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some great projects out there. Like I'll kind of give a couple shout outs to some ones that I think are really underrepresented. Uh, Pegnet is amazing. I think Teller is really unrepresented. And this is kind of the dark horse that I'm going to get a lot of flack for, but uh, Hex2T, it's kind of like a community version run Hex. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, this is coming from Jeff's mouth, Hex. Yeah. Didn't we, didn't we make a video saying Hex wasn't that great? Yeah, so and that's just it, man. With uh, Hex, the big issue that I had was, and I still have, is that Richard Hart, gets 100% of uh, the ETH that goes into this auction to buy the hex every day. Not only that, but there's penalties that happen from early unstakes, late unstakes, all this kind of thing. With Hex2X, they're like their preliminary token is called Hex2T. Um, what they do is they use 80% of the ETH. Usually Richard Hart earns 100%. So they're taking 80% and they're using it to buy back tokens and then redistribute that to the community. So I see that as massive because the token price is going to go up and all the stakers are going to earn a ton. And um, secondly, the, the penalties are all going to the community. So it's kind of like, that's like my biggest shit coin thing because there's no utility at all. It's a 100% yeah, price I mean, speculation move, but it's, it's very interesting. And right now it's 0.5% of Hex's market cap. So the system is objectively 
pumpier than Hex or better, I guess you could say. So we'll see what happens. I'm in. It's, it's one of my gambles. I got in really soon, picked up a big stack, so I'm riding it. Jesus, I, I guess that's what you're doing in your spare time, huh? Uh, looking <laughs> yeah. at... All right, how, how can we kill Hex? Well, Hex 2X. Um, that's right. Jesus, I guess that's another way of doing it. Because, I mean, you know, we've been through a lot together. And I, um, I'm always searching for utility. I think that's, that's at the yeah. core of it, right? Like, the, um, it has to go somewhere. Otherwise, someone's just ending up holding a bag. And I think that's... right. One thing, but I guess at the same time, I think recently I've been more open-minded to everything. So I might take a look, but I guess it, it sounds shady as hell though. So I don't know, man, but <laughs> it's fair. But, but I mean, like, here's, here's a thought. This is a contrarian thought. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this, but you think of what is the utility of Bitcoin? It's just a, a thing of value that we go back and forth and you could see it as a zero sum game because if everybody sells, then it goes back to zero. So that's, that's kind of the mentality I approach some of these zero utility coins with. Granted, I 100% agree with you. You know, a project like either it's Uptrend or Hive or Teller or Ethereum, where these tokens have legitimate utility in the ecosystem, that's the long hold. That's the one where you're like, yes, I feel comfortable well, holding this for a few years. I guess, but I guess like Bitcoin also brought forth the idea that you can have an unstoppable form of value sure. transfer, right? I mean, yeah. it's the only one where we don't really know who the leader is. Right. I mean, as much as Craig Wright's trying to jump up and down, be like, yo, I'm, I'm Satoshi. I'm yeah. the Satoshi guy. I'm rich. I'm did rich. You, did I you got, see that recent bags. video with him, by the way? No, I did not. I did okay. not. Okay, so real, real quick. So it's uh, Patrick, who's founder of Mailspell. Anyways, he's on an interview with Craig Wright, and he's kind of asking him questions about the Tulip Trust and what happened, because like, the, the, the thing that got signed, it's like, hey, Craig Wright is a fraud, and that was from a wallet that Craig said he, he owned, right? Exactly. Yeah. So as he's giving his answer on the interview, and you guys should check this out, it's like a total non-starter answer. He's like, oh, you got, anyways, it made no sense at all. During his answer, he gets a phone call. He picks up his phone and goes, I need to go. Hangs up the call. It was unbelievable. So this is as likely as lawyers just say, shut the hell up, right? Well, maybe. I, I guess so. Like that, otherwise, that's the biggest synchronicity of all time and it wasn't at like an interesting timestamp like you know one hour 30 on the dot where he would have had a meeting it was at some random timestamp so he, he somebody i feel was listening called him and uh, ran so anyways i don't think it's it blows my mind that craig wright can how do people like has he ever yeah. provided a shred of evidence that he actually is satoshi not credible evidence. I mean, yeah. he, he tried various ways. And I think this is the beauty of Bitcoin, right? Because we don't know who the founder is. There's no one to peg it to. And I guess that's the, 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 the main value, right? The, the two, I think the two biggest value propositions of Bitcoin is first, it's always a first mover. So it's got the most amount of liquidity. You go anywhere, yeah. travel anywhere. Like you, you just go to like, say Vienna, you go to the Bitcoin center there, boom, Bitcoin, they accept it. Do they accept, I don't know, hex 2T? Maybe not. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Do they accept uh, even even popular ones, EOS or yeah. Ethereum? Some, sometimes they're op- okay with Ethereum, but most mm-hmm. liquidity is in Bitcoin. That's where you can dump like $100 million, no problem, right? Yeah. But with a lot of the altcoins, I think it's a lot more kind of, okay, if you dump $100 million, things are going to move quite a bit. That's, <laughs> and that's major understatement um, yeah. in the world, right? So I think, I think that's the kind of the dynamic we see. So I feel like Bitcoin has its value there. And I think more recently we've been experiencing, experimenting, talking about China as well, where mm. China actually needs Bitcoin. 
because the Chinese rich, they need to move money. They want to move money freely, right. but there's a lot of capital controls in China that they, that restricts the way their money moves. And that becomes a very, very big problem. So I feel like that's kind of the justification case for Bitcoin and Bitcoin's already kind of really heavily in that role already. Yeah. It's, it's got the network set up. So I feel like I would defend Bitcoin and say, look, it's, it's got a little bit more than just, you know, a pyramid. Oh, hundred percent. Like I was, I was being very like, I was being very tongue in cheek with that, with that statement. Like, cause for sure network effect, massive first mover, it brought a new technology to the space. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I think when we talk a lot of times, you always come back to that ability to transfer wealth without per, like permissionlessly outside government agencies. And I think that is so drastically undervalued and appreciated in just mm. what a monumental thing that is for Bitcoin. Like you fly across a border, it's like you can't bring more than $10,000. Well, you got your ledger, now you can. Or you just have your little seed phrase written on a piece of paper. You can now move money as a free person, which I think is a beautiful thing for a global world where you know we, we're not divided by nations anymore, where we can just interact as, as a unit. Um, what about social media? So, I mean, you've been creating the uptrend platform for some time. Mm-hmm. And... In many ways, it's, uh, I would actually say it's better than Steemit. I mean, I, I, think, I think Steemit made a few big mistakes there. And do you agree with me? Like, um, I think I've been a Steemit fan for a long time. And I think I, I don't want to shit on Steemit because it gave me a lot of confidence early on. It's one of the right. projects that, and I would say the community itself, the community was the one of the most helpful communities in getting my channel started. They, yeah. they were like, okay, here. There's a way to provide, there's a way for people who create content to make money immediately. You don't yeah. have to wait for YouTube to send you a check every yes. six months. Like you can just get it right now, right here. Yeah. But there were also fundamental problems with it, which led to the eventual kind of demise of Steemit where even the community left, right? So now it's part of Hive. Yeah. Justin Sun purchased the Steemit from the Steemit Foundation. We know that's a big mess there. But um, how did you, um, how are you going about kind of solving the issue, right? Um, uh, you know, Steemit, what did you like about it? What did you not like about it? And how did you solve it? For sure. Yeah. So great. Awesome question. So uh, yeah, there's kind of like this three buckets, Steemit, Hive, Uptrend. Um, Steemit, first mover, amazing. Like you mentioned, like they've been around for four years. Like they, they yeah. have really crafted something substantially important in the cryptocurrency space. Um, like you mentioned, Justin Sun bought them out, started censoring accounts, freezing funds, um, paying off, ex- well, he colluded with exchanges to freeze funds, yada, yada, yada. So there's some really shady shit. So people ended up forking and moving to Hive. So all the good parts of Steemit kind of went up and went to Hive. And now I absolutely love Hive. I, I wish them the best. Um, they have an incredible decentralized ecosystem. And from all the kind of good leaving Hive, just go to steemit.com now. Like look at the front page. It's, it's a mess, man. Um, it's just like a lot of scams and spams. So... Um, I guess you could say like, in my opinion now, like I, I have so much love for Steemic. Like, when I started Uptrend, that was the big, like it was my mentor. I'm like, wow, like I look up to these guys. Um, they've taken a turn for the worse though because of acquisitions and censorship. So Hive is kind of our, our direct competitor, I would say. We never talk about it that way. It was just like, we're, we're in tandem. All boats rise with the tide. It's a sea of 3.5 billion people on social media. You know, we have 150,000. I think Hive probably has I don't know right now, maybe 50,000, maybe a little less. Um, so like there's no competition what I see. So just the main difference to kind of finalize it off is like with Hive, they're, they're amazing. They have an entire block on-chain trustless ecosystem built, which is incredible. 
the issue with them that I see is that they've kind of created a little bit of an oligarchy. So if you're a new member, you're not getting any exposure, you're not earning anything. It's kind of like an old boys club where you have to, you have to make your way in, which I don't really feel is very fair or something that is able to have like mainstream adoption kick in, especially with their sign on process. You know, you got to go through blockchain accounts. Yeah. I think, I think before we talk about the sign on process, I definitely want to talk about this old boys club. And I think it's just a direct consequence of the economics behind steam and you know, how Hive inherit steam as a fork of steam. So I think it's a direct consequence of that because it's not one man, one vote. Right, which is what Reddit is. Reddit is one man, one vote. You make an account, you yeah. click an up button, it's you. You are added to the total. So four thousand people like it. For, it shows us four thousand. Mm-hmm. The only problem with Steam is one dollar, one vote. So you have this huge issue where there are certain whales who have a hundred thousand dollars worth of Steam, it, and yeah. they are literally a hundred thousand times more powerful than you. If you yeah. you start off with a dollar or even less, right? You you start off with like I think. They were trying to give out like a dollar's worth of steam power. So, so literally, you're surviving of welfare, and these like this zero point one percent of the steam population, they will have all of it. They're like it's it's like the economics are exactly like real life, right? And just like in real life, they can censor anything. They can click a downvote, and your vote just gets obliterated. There is yeah. no coming back from that. So, I feel like that was one of the biggest long-term problems with it. Like they they wanted to rig the economics in such a way that it gives token value so there's more reason for people to hold more tokens but at the same time by giving them so much power by making it one dollar one vote they completely screw over all the the main population so how did you deal with that like did you did you find a way to deal with that how, how is that structured and um on uptrend for sure and that was really one of the biggest catalysts for wanting to start uptrend when steam had had it was like wow this is such a great system but the oligarchy is insurmountable we need to create a system that's a decentralized social media platform that has a quality of opportunity for everybody no matter how much you're putting in so how uptrend is doing it is you start at level 1 and it's essentially like one one person one vote just like on up or on reddit but as you level up with experience with time um, then you write, you rank up the levels and then you get more influence and power. So power isn't dictated by money. Power is dictated. It's more so like reputation. And so your reputation allows you to have more influence on the platform based on how much you're engaging. And also as you mm-hmm. level up, not only do you have more influence power, but you have more earning potential as well. So it's like a really like a double edged sword and is that the right phrase? It's a win-win. That's probably the best way to say it. It's a level up. So. Oh, it's a win-win. Oh, wow. I love that keyword. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm like, I'm so sensitive to these keywords right now. But yeah. I guess, What's another one? What's another keyword you love? I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's all those fat words being thrown in. I mean, right now, win-win scenario, yeah. IoT, AI, uh-huh. uh, you know, blockchain being one of them. I hate, I hate how blockchain is being one of them, but like everyone's just throwing these key phrases down. And then I think, even when it comes to gaming, it's like this like player economy where you can get African kids. They'll be so interested in a game because they can make like $2 an hour. I'm like, no, people, that's not a game. That's like, that's like exploitation 2.0, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so, so I'm sensitive to that. But I think, I think the core is, like, I mean, I tried out Uptrend. I have an account there. I post very frequently on Uptrend. And I think, one of the, I think one of the things is that I get more power as I level up, but it's not exponentially more power. I think that's the, yes. the key difference here. It's For like, sure. it, it's like you can, the way that p- video games work and the gamify is that the heart, the, the, um, 
it's they, they nerf money over time and i think mm-hmm. that's that's probably the, the the best way um how's the engaging platform like so how's the platform developing you know how's it going right now yeah man um i think it was maybe two weeks ago uh on alexa.com which kind of takes your 90 day website engagement stats uh we passed steam it and we're nice. ahead of yeah and we're ahead of hive so technically right now we're the you're most, the biggest we're the biggest some yeah so it's been quite the journey it's kind of like a pinch me type thing um granted i do want to be fully transparent is a lot of our demographics are from developing nations so it's not like it's like, wow, yeah, we're the best because quality is very important. And I think Hive really dials that in. So we have a lot of metrics right now. And now our main goal and focus is refining the algorithm so that we're able to highlight quality a lot more. And so that's going to start because we haven't even implemented that thing where I'm saying, hey, the higher your level, the more your reputation. That's going to get implemented within the next week or so, depending on when this airs. Um, So that will really start to clean up the platform and raise the quality, which I'm really excited for. Because then, you know, higher level people who've been on longer aren't going to be upvoting these comments for, because when there's, when there's free stuff being given away, let's, let's be real. It's, you know, it's not hard to write an easy comment. Somebody upvotes it. So it's shit posting. All right. A little, I mean, a little I'm going to be super straight. Yeah. Yeah, you, know man, what? Totally. you know what? Let me, let me, let me, let me be straight here. It's shit posting. Yeah. So, so I, I, prior to watching this, you know, why I'm a big douchebag is I've been watching a lot of Kevin O'Leary videos and he's a very straight talker. <laughs> Show me I love the that money. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the money. I don't care about your feelings. I'm here. I'm yeah. here to make you money. Not here to save the I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. I love this guy. I love that guy. I love the guy. Um, anyways, that's digressing, but that's why I'm, I'm, I've been watching way too many videos of that guy. I'm calling it straight. So you're trying to cut down the shit posting. You're yeah. trying to find quality content in there. And uh, you're trying to kind of highlight that and just kind of gain on the success. Awesome. So, exactly. So what is the token for? Let's, let's, let's go to the last bit of uptrend. What is your token for? For sure. So the token has a few different utilities. So one, one token buys you 10 impressions of advertising. So you can say, hey, or sorry, 10 views of advertising. And the average CPM rate is cost per thousand impressions is $2 to $9 per thousand impressions. So you can do the math, check out how that relates to our token. And then figure you out. You just see me, my mind, boink, 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 boink. Let me, <laughs> yeah. let me the, push this video out. Oh, yeah, the math, the math is very advantageous uh-huh. um, to a very solid token economy in the near future. Let's put it that way. Also, the token is used to uh, be able to level up your account. So you can kind of like raise through the levels a little bit faster if you invest with the token. And then something that I'm really excited for coming in the future is purchasing a community. And this is going to be really cool. So the and investing in content. So I'm going to touch on both of these. These are both crazy concepts I haven't really seen before. Um, so creating, owning a community, you let's say you're like, I'm going to, you know what, Michael Goo, box mining, I'm going to buy the Bitcoin community because I'm gangster. And now every upvote that ever comes into the Bitcoin community, you're going to earn a percentage from that upvote. Or you could call it Michael Goo's Bitcoin community or box mining community. And you could invite a ton of people in, you're earning a passive income. And then when you're like, you know what, I've grown this to a substantial size. I actually want to flip it and sell it to somebody else on like an open market, you can do that. So it's going to be kind of like this like marketing machine for uptrend where people buy their communities. That's kind of, I, 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 I like it. It's also kind of evil in a way, right? I don't mean? believe in, okay. I don't believe in selling communities. All right. Um, okay. Um, Cause you know, I that's see what kind you of something you built, you, you kind of built up, right? Right. But at the same time, I think if you have money, if you, if you're, if you have monetary involvement with a certain community, you feel more attached to it. Yeah. So I think like, 
Interesting. And, interesting. Yeah, and it was and like I, maybe I was giving I was giving too much of a personal example because obviously you know selling Michael like Michael Gu's box mining community like mm. who would buy? But that even money? selling a Bitcoin community like even like right. let's say let's say I'm balling enough to buy the Bitcoin community even still like the community is still uh, a community right? It's like you know like uh, not to not to quote Marvel here but you know like like you watch the the Mar- uh, what is it the latest Avengers? It's like Asgard's not a a, a country; it's a community. You know, it's okay. a people, right? right? So how do you sell to people? You can't sell Asgard, right? You right. can't sell Bitcoin community, nor can you sell Asgard, right? Like that's, right. that's, that's what I was thinking. But I guess I mean, it's like Asgard is under new management, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Thanos just sitting there. Oh, new management, guys. <laughs> Thor sold out. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but I think in a way, I think it's, it's how you package it and how, how exactly. works. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so I'm trying to pull calls in your shit. Okay. Keep going. Keep no, going. I, I like it. What's I love second? it, man. What's um, your second thing? Uh, so this other one is uh, investing in content. And I think this would be really cool to highlight new people who are onboarding to the platform, which is the toughest thing to do when you come to any new platform is get your stuff noticed. So let's say, you know, you, Michael Goo, Box Mining, you're new to Uptrend. I see you post. I'm like, oh man, nice. Michael's here. I'm going to submit a proposal to him. And this proposal can have whatever parameters that you want. But let's say this proposal, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to boost his post for a thousand views. And I want to get, let's pick a random number, 75% of the profit. I submit that proposal to you. You can either say yes, no, or renegotiate. And you can have whatever, however many views, whatever percentage split. So it's like you're literally investing in content. Um, so I'm really excited for that because I think that's really going to help uh, the quality rise to the top and create this really interesting gamified uh, aspect around quality. That's actually really interesting. I mean, I, I'm going to be very supportive. You know, I was a, I was a total douche in the last one, but um, I, I'm quite supportive of this idea. Um, when I start creating content where people who really donated a lot of money, like they donate 50 bucks. I'm like, Holy shit, it's 50 bucks. Someone just paid me $50 to do something. And if yeah. I can have someone who says, Oh, look, I'm really, I'm really here to support you. You know, I'm here to back you up with a certain number of views or whatnot. That's, I think that's amazing. And I think, um, that's something that needs to be done more that's actually solving an issue with most content creators where mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of go on you create your content and you, it gets nowhere you might spend like three four five hours writing this article and just yeah. no one uh no one sees it and that's because the platform doesn't believe in you right because the platform only believes in the, the way the youtube algorithms and the most algorithms work is that they they just they trust Content creators that's been doing it for a long time. Trust matters, right? Reputation. Mm. I mean, they have a reputation score, right? Matters. So when you start, you have no reputation. So having someone to stake you to, to find you, it's like ta- searching for talent, right? Exactly. And we have yeah. that. Yeah. We have that in the, the, the record industry, the music industry, the actor industry. I think having this in the content creation industry overall, the social media space, I think that's, that's a game changer. Cool. I, yeah, I, I agree I, with this one. Sweet. Last one, not so much. Selling an ass card, not so much. But this one... <laughs> Yes. I'm in. Oh yeah. All right. 50%. That's a pass from what I understand. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I hope you guys like this kind of style of talk. I mean, we're just really down to earth. I mean, I think something recently being, I'm thinking it's, I'm just kind of move away from being just too professional on this channel. I think it gets a little bit boring sometimes. Um, and just to get down to the people. And I think this is great chatting to Jeff about yeah. this. And you got um, your so neon lastly, lights too. So you're like, you're really, you're really ma- mixing it up. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to do some different content, and um, I hope that's um, really helpful. So I think if you guys have any questions to ask about uptrend as well, the uptrend, um, the, the the 
the website is uptrend.com. So there's uh, multiple N's in there. <laughs> only two, only two. <laughs> so it's U-P-T-R-E-N-N-D.com. So yeah. check, check out Uptrend, give your feedback, join the community, um, you know, uh, get, like if you guys ping me as well, I'll, I'll, I'll throw some uploads your way too. Um, and I think that's, that's a great way to get started and tell me what, guys, what you think about that too. So I think lastly, to end off this video, I think one thing that's just like, okay, how, how are we surviving the market? So, so, so right now we're in this kind of, I would say interesting space right now because Bitcoin prices is not moving that much, but we have all the pressure that it's going to move very soon. This apex, mm. right? Now, now we've got new vocabulary coming up. We're going to throw this new word, the apex, <laughs> right? The apex is coming up very soon. So, um, are you prepared? Are you doing any preparations? Are you buying, selling? What are you going to do? Yeah, I have this like big kind of like a uh, thing on my floor. I've painted a big pentagram in it. I'm doing rituals every day. <laughs> so I'm prepared. No, 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 no. It's not a pentagram. It's a hexagram. A hexagram. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. He's I'm on the team. Try. You're on board. He's on board. <laughs> no, no. I just, I just can't, I can't let you down on that. Yeah. Like, you got a big hexagon on there. Yeah. Um, two Xing yeah. it. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, man. But no, like the way I see it, like, just from like super simple TA, like I say, I'm not smarter than the market, but when I just look at the price graph, it's just like this big descending line starting from 20 to 14 to 10 to nine. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's forming this large, large triangle towards an apex. Um, so I'm just, I'm excited to see what happens at that apex. I think there's just, we've, I mean, we're not, we'll see what happens. Anything can possibly can happen. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw another drop to 3000. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a drop lower than 3000, to be honest. But I think at the end of the day, one thing is for sure is that through time, Bitcoin is just becoming harder, more valuable, more reputable, more distributed, more mainstream. Uh, and it's, it's becoming ingrained in our society as the money of the internet. You know, you got Jack Dorsey, like Bitcoin, that's his like only thing in his Twitter bio. Mm. Um, it's just, it's like, it's a culture now I feel. And so in my mind, I'm, I'm just, I got a little bit of goosebumps talking about it actually, but um, I, I just, I'm just anticipating and really excited to see the, the new movement that's emerging uh, through blockchain and all these new decentralized movements, um, just shifting power uh, to the people and away from corporations. And I think it's all very, very interesting. Yeah. What about you? Awesome. Uh, that's a great question. Um, I, I almost echo that. I think, uh, one of my friends, actually, I, I can't reveal who he is and what he's doing, but he's, he's contacting a lot of different people, um, asking them to come to conferences and it's been much more receptive and we're getting much bigger names being appeared up. So, you know, fingers crossed. So I'm pretty excited. Um, I think uh, the past few months, my trade account and my hodl has been doing very well. I mean, everything's growing. The rising right. tide brings up all the waves. Um, I'm a little bit more cautious now. I've told everyone that after having, I'm a little bit more cautious of to what to do. Um, you know, especially, I did lock in some gains. Obviously, I have a new office here. I had to cash out a little bit. But my hodl remains untouched throughout this whole Right, and I don't want to touch it. I think whether it goes up and down, I don't want to change or shift anything in the hodl. I just it just doesn't make sense to me. I think we're still so early on, and if I if I cashed out everything now, it wouldn't make any sense because like that would be like like that would be like me cashing out when I was fifteen. Like I literally cashed out Bitcoin when I was fifteen, 
dollars. And you know, that was my biggest regret in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that in, and that's front there. So I'm actually reducing the amount I'm trading as well. I'm, I don't see the opportunity. So the opportunity just wasn't there. So I'm kind of reducing that. Um, I feel it's like, uh, I don't totally agree. I mean, I think trading, there's a, there, there is, you know, some element of, um, uh, I guess, I, I guess like if there's opportunity that presents itself, I'm not going to say no. Right. But at the same time, um, you know, um, if there's no opportunity, I'm not saying, and I don't see yeah. too many opportunities right now. That's, that's a blunt truth, right? I'm yeah. not going to lie to you guys and say, Oh my God, every day is an opportunity. Go, go gamble on, <laughs> on leverage trading accounts. Sounds like a good motivational speech though. Every yeah, day is so- an opportunity. Every day is an opportunity. Every day is an opportunity in life, but not every day is an opportunity in trading, especially if you're not spending your whole life looking at trades. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy here. I'm doing more content. I, and I feel like one of the biggest motivations right now is like, okay, I got to be prepared for the next run. So I'm not, I don't care when it's going to come, you know, six months, two years, five years, 10 years, but I got to be prepared. And this is something mm-hmm. that I've been really pushing hard to do with these new video series, with these new content is to be prepared. Uh, find out what works, what doesn't work. Find out a style that I like. Maybe maybe even exit some particular stuff. Like maybe even not exit, but like jump into new styles, right? I won't be negative. I won't be positive here. Jump into new styles. Try some new content here. And guys, if you guys like this chat with Jeff, give me feedback on that. I want to bring him on more on this channel, more give you down to earth talk, whatever he's doing. You know, I'm not going to judge, okay? No judging, okay? Whether it's hex 2 x your one-ups, your, what was it? Teller, whatever. Teller, pregnant, yeah. Yeah, Pegnet, whatever coins, you know, I think it's just been open. This phase, at least for me, it's been open. And I think that's worked out pretty well so far. Love it, man. Yeah, no, this was, this is a super enjoyable chat. It's, it's always so nice to catch up to you, man. I'm looking forward to hopefully hopping back in January to Bali. That'd be some good times. That'll be awesome, man. So uh, we'll definitely be talking before that. And guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the session. Leave some feedback below. Remember, check out Uptrend. Check out all the coins he talked about. And Bicademy, why not? Hey, let's and pump Bicademy. that in. There we go. Let's pack that in. We've got the amazing course on Bicademy down, down. Um, and I think, you know, even, even with that course, you remind me a lot about keeping things simple and I not ranting on forever. So without <laughs> ranting on too ever for too forever, man, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching today. Check out Jeff's uh, project, check out Bicademy and see you next lesson. Lex, not, 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 Lex, not, not eh. sorry. See you next time. See you guys next time. Peace.